Now, look here, man. I really don't feel like discussing the particulars of the particular situation, but what's about to happen right now is about to be a real sensational, phenomenal, educational display of a verbal ability bestowed upon a magnificent human being. Prepare yourselves. You've waited this long. You might as well continue to wait, because I've been waiting. How long are you going to wait? However long it take. Hmm. Keep waiting. How long? Hell, talking to you is is waiting. Hey, we both waiting. Shit. When you start? Just now. I might get mine before you. I was waiting before you. They know you? Shit, I'm next. Oh, man. Supposed to be. I ain't even got my number yet. Keep waiting. All the moves with them shows in your And you got them things falling out your glass What's up, what's up, my Negus, and that's N-E-G-U-S. This is New Age Lee. I'm a revolutionary soul with an intellectual mind, using the stars to get what's mine. And this is Black Innovation. Research shows that the brain can grow like a muscle. When we practice or learn new things, our brain gets bigger, just like a muscle. I like for you to think of this show as a relaxing trip to the gym, but for your brain. Welcome to Jocelyn's Cabaret. Here, I'll bring you delectable foods for thought, handcrafted by a variety of chefs with a variety of perspectives. The lineup for this season is bonkers. I have some new guests as well as some returning tribe members. Literally anything can be on the menu when I'm with my tribe. So we'll have plenty of exotic dishes. But with that being said, I don't want you to feel pressured. This show is not meant to tell you what to do or how to live your life, no. This show is meant to encourage and support your free thought. Take what you need, leave what you don't. On this episode, we'll be talking vaccinations, evacuations, shit, all types of information. But most importantly, we gonna talk about our reparations are due when? It feels so good to be back after a long-awaited drought yeah. finally we back and we back and we back with me starting off the season in the right way i got my sister from another mister you know the sweet to my tea okay you don't know you're gonna get to know okay coconut water okay. Super excited that I got to have you here. Oh my it's goodness. been such a blessing. Such Enjoying your company, blessing. your food, your conversation. You know, mm. when God gives to you, you give to others. That's what my mama said. Mm. Okay. But how you living? How you feeling? A lot of changes these last few days. You know, it's actually, yeah, all that. A whole lot of emotions, a whole lot of feelings. 
I'm grateful to like be here right now with you because it's so, you know, like one of the softest, most loving, most hospitable landing places. Okay, but y'all have harbored me so many times <laughs> when I'm in the city. Y'all have allowed it to become my second home. Never, I don't think I would have felt as connected if I hadn't met you people while I was there. Mm -hmm. So of course, of course, I'm excited. You've been, you've been invited. Yeah, you this know, is true. this is true. We just have to wait for the stars to align. The stars, the storms. Yes. The natural disaster, pandemic, evacuation. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> All that. Here we go. Whenever we hear about hurricanes coming i think we always have that automatic flashback for katrina well i will say it feels as though no matter where you live you just gotta pick your battle some people choose to live in places where you know the land might just slide on down it might be a little mudslide look some people live in california stay on fire you know what i'm saying some people choose to be around a little fire some people choose to be around you know a little flood a little a little freeze, you know. <laughs> you just gotta choose. I mean, we didn't even choose a freeze. The freeze chose us. That's how it be. <laughs> but you know, certain places ain't gonna do that, you know. It, Texas was supposed to be one of them. Oh, no. Not the global warming. Look. But it's not real. And nobody wants to talk not about it. Not the global warming. It's not real. You know, nobody wants to talk like, about it. I think Earth is like, don't you put another mother <laughs> bottle in that water. Do it. Do Don't it. you burn another mother plastic? Yeah, Earth is like, come on now, y'all, tighten up. I mean, look, it knows how to cleanse itself. So it does. If it you got an infection, it's gonna send the antibodies. Look, you know what that mean? What? People who putting that trash in there gotta go. Anyways, tighten up. <laughs> Or the Earth will get a vaccination shot against you. Okay, 2021 is the year. Matter of fact, I just heard Biden was saying that he was gonna make vaccines uh, mandatory. Tripping and slipping. I mean, it's cute if you want to mandate it, but how are you gonna enforce it Can't. is a real question. Can't. And what the people gonna do? Because uh, Texas don't like to be giving up its uh, personal rights. Mm -hmm. And let's come on now, y'all. What's the underlying? Agenda. We've seen this here story before, if y'all recall correctly. We ain't got time for that foolishness. Girl, and well, the thing is also truly, the majority of people are going to be asymptomatic. So this is not really something that is mm -hmm. affecting the total population. I'm not saying that it's not real. I'm just saying that the majority of people are asymptomatic, and they're even finding now that there are people who are carriers, meaning their body ain't even trying to fight it off. Their body is like, okay, we're we're symbiotic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we cool living together. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like the idea that everyone has to get medicated or have a certain treatment mm -hmm. based off of a small minority. Mm -hmm. And I think that if people truly saw and felt that their lives are at risk, then they would make the decision to save it. I talked about that in one of my previous episodes. The mistrust that black people have with medicine because coming out of slavery and even in the middle of slavery there was so much racism that was just embedded and taught through medicine oh yeah oh their brains are smaller that's why we oh, should yeah. have them enslaved like no that's not fucking true just foolish black people endure more pain so 
We can use them as test subjects for years, establishing this inferiority gradient in between blacks and whites. And then you want to know, after Tuskegee, mm-hmm. after <laughs> sickle cell, why mm-hmm. black people are nervous about going to the doctor or aren't listening to the doctors when they're telling you, you have to take this vaccine. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then you really made it right, you know? It's been ongoing medical malpractice, generally crimes of terror and hate, you know, practice legally, unethically, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's beyond me, honestly. I'm just like, the length that which people will go to withhold resources and also just generally practice or experiment on other people. If you want to experiment on something, get you a plant or something. You know, won't you get you a Petri dish or something? Get out of people's... Life. DNA, body. Get out. Like, get out. And while you're on your way out, cut the check, right? We want reparations. When? Right now. (laughs) So, like, on the real. Before I go. Yeah, on the real. Let's make sure. Oh, I know y'all taking packing all this vaccine stuff up in our communities. Y'all all up in Taco Bells and the subways, and you know y'all all up in the driveways talking. You in the gas stations now talking about y'all got these vaccines. As just how y'all know where to find us for these shots, pop off the reparations. Okay. You know I mean? Like y'all know where we are accepting okay. reparations. I don't think any. Yeah. I don't think any black person is turning down reparations mm-hmm. right now. Everybody need that, and if even if they is, give it to them. Even if some people don't know who they need, it, that does not even matter, okay? I'm talking about if you are a descendant of the transatlantic slave trade, okay? To any degree, anywhere in the world, we popping it off. Y'all need to pop it off. The crazy thing is, well, of course I appreciate reparations. I feel like most black people just really be like, just stop fucking with me. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me do me. Because I'm great. Mm-hmm. I'm shining. I don't need you mm-hmm. holding me down or hating on my situation. If you just do you over there, let me do me. That's it. I'll be good. But you do owe me. Okay. Let's make it right. Let's make it right. People need their land back. They're not going to give it to us, though. Ah, they ain't got no choice. It's already oh. ours. Oh. <laughs> well, Melinda, it's too late, she going to give it back. Like, on some, on some deep, magical... Everything you done done to me, I done already done it to you. You know, until you do right, until you do right by me. Everything you think about with the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's already done. Them student loans gone. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh my god. For what? Oh. Your ancestors built this country. Hmm. You got a student loan. Hmm. You got a house note. You got a debt. Chase. Write it off. Chase. Write it off. <laughs> Y'all was chasing Chase? us through the jungle. <laughs> Look. <laughs> and now I'm here. <laughs> if people was doing any bit of wrong back in the G and they still up and around, you got to believe they still on that foolishness. You know they teaching the kids. Okay. The unfortunate thing is working with kids for sure. And I know you can attest to this scene as well. Exposure matters, and when you're not exposed and you don't see 
different ways of life, different people, you are literally going to take whatever's been given to you and run with it. I think the lucky thing about our generation is our parents were like right after the end of segregation, but we're like pretty thick into it. Everyone has at least had one person of a different race in their classroom mm -hmm. that they've known. You might not have been friends with that person, but you've seen them. So hopefully the strong racial ideals as far as stereotypes go, yeah, a lot of stereotypes are true, but it's not always everybody. I honestly think CP time is real. I think a lot <laughs> of black people are late as fuck. I don't know if it's because of slavery. We feel like I'm just going to take my time about it. I don't know if we like to make an entrance. I don't know if we just don't give a fuck. But uh, I do think CP time is real. And I'm kind of sad about it, but I'm also kind of okay with it. I think it'd be the general knowing of you need your reparations. That makes <laughs> <laughs> reparations are doing? Now, because I just feel like if we had our reparations, it wouldn't have to be all that. Like, think about why you might be late, right? Think about some things that might... <laughs> I'm listening. Preach. Tell the people. Think about some things that might hinder you, right? So let's just say you're just a general person. Right? You're just a regular person. Just a general person. And you're trying to bust a move. Mm -hmm. In order to bust a move, you need access to resources, right? Yes. Where the resources going to come from? You, they Ain't said nobody you gotta work for them. That's what they said. Ain't nobody giving out houses. No. Ain't nobody giving out education no. or certificates. Not good or, ones. You know what I'm saying? It's not just free. not free. Now we in the system to whereas it ain't fair either. It ain't free and it ain't fair. Double whammy. Right? So in order to get it, you gotta be how many times better? Oh, all the. You gotta be two, two three, two, three yes. four, five. How many times? Black excellence look, compared to white mediocrity look, just always. Just to get on in. You gotta, For no be, reason. You gotta work twice as harder. So if I gotta work Barack twice Obama, as harder. Barack Obama, can you imagine listen, a black person like Trump? If, if Trump was black. Listen to me. If I gotta work <laughs> twice as harder, if I'm doing twice the work, why I gotta be there on time? Well, I'm gonna get more done in my... <laughs> In my time than everybody else in I, First of all, I've already started working before I even got in. Damn. Because I'm working just to be in this system. Mm. I did pre-work to even get in here. Mm. You did extra credit. My work started before I even started. Oh, my God. You know this is I'm true. Saying? It's true. Oh, I, shit. We work twice as hard. Oh, shit. And still get your shit together. You're still, maybe you practice more standard English. Maybe you wear your clothes. Maybe you look for a certain more type of, you might withhold certain part, the work, right? Certain like urges or needs or desires, certain passions. Or wants to cuss of someone without. <laughs> a lot of emotional work. A lot of mental, spiritual work, right? True. That goes into even just doing whatever the task is. You got to put your ashe on that, and mm. that be costing, right? Mm. So if I don't pay like, for that part, exactly, exactly, exactly. Reparation win right now. <laughs> hey, I think I'm on board. I think I'm on point. I think, I think, I think, I think I'm learning something. I think I'm learning something. You know what I'm saying? It's just already it's sense. And then the level, like like you were saying, black excellence, the level of greatness to which we show up despite the bullshit, despite the buffoonery, the, the, 
the delusion. Oh, the white supremacist the delusion. delusion. Right? This this facade of reality. I think about people globally, generally marginalized in so many sectors. Right? We're talking about the prison industrial, the health, the agricultural, the educational. The public transportation, the public health, all these different spheres where we're experiencing grave mistreatment and withholding of resources. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong, change is now. And we're grateful for all the work that our ancestors, you know, our elders, people before us, and the generation to come. We're grateful for all the work that's been happening, you know, and we know it changes now. However, the previous conditions are just like only an angel yeah only the chosen people could have lived through this that's all i'm gonna say so shout out to black people okay <laughs> shout out to black people globally is the thing we're making it out even if we're we are even if we are broken like we still here that's the craziness here, still making it this right so yeah man even we got access to housing People need clean water, man. You know Flint still ain't got no water. What's this? I can't believe that. This been too long. Been too so to this point, I wanted to kind of circle back to about this evacuation in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is hurricane season. You know, we generally know around this time you gotta be ready to bust a move. You kinda gotta know your flood zone. You gotta know your insurance. You gotta kinda know these probabilities. You kinda gotta be like indigenous. And understand, like, the water gonna go where it go. The wind is gonna go with the infrastructure as well. You know, so, like, if you got buku trees and buku blue shingles, you might, you might get hit. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But you know. Just straight up smack, huh? All right. All right, like, don't, you know, me not play with it. And the flip side of the potential loss is the game, the for sure game. You know you're gonna have a thousand beautiful days. A thousand, a thousand beautiful. Out of 365 days, a thousand of them gonna be beautiful in New Orleans. Cause it's, the time goes slow. And you be having multiple days in one sometimes. I don't know if that makes sense, but like- It does time, So general time travel be happening. And depending on where you are in the city, there's also so many beautiful black people who be dressing and living their life. So your only responsibility in New Orleans is to get out your house, move around, and like see your people. <laughs> Just make sure it's out there in hurricane season. Unless you're ready to move around. So you yeah. gotta be prepared. Gotta be ready to go. In and out. So for y'all even out this time, what was y'all's experience? How do they make sure everyone knows? Well, I found out about it when I was at school. The school systems are informing families. So that's like a direct connection right there. But also, when I got home that day, I got home at like 4 or 5 or something like that. And my Apple Watch went off. It sounded like an Amber Alert. And it was like vibrating on my arm. And then my phone was going off. So I know it was like a collective signal that went out to all cell phones. I think if you had some tech, you probably would have found out that way. But if you didn't have tech and didn't watch the news and didn't go outside that day. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was literally just thinking about the homeless population, which is there an organization that will bust them to other Neither. places that are open? Or... I feel like to that point that you were saying though, since they're chilling outside, they probably heard the news. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes coming or you think there's Certainly a lot of people who news. didn't know? Certainly felt the news. You know, people are like packing, moving. You know, people, you can see people in there with their dogs and cars. 
the stores, people were shopping, the water be gone. You know how it look when a natural disaster is happening. Like, and that's the thing. America now knows what it's like when a natural disaster is happening. That pandemic was a test. Like, we all felt the stores, the energetic of uncertainty and needing to move in a particular way, preparing to do things differently. Like, just that collective change. So, yeah, I think New Orleans, though, is going through a double kind of moment. Like, many of us are, like Texas, right? Y'all had the the freeze recently. Mm -hmm. Unforeseen natural disaster. (laughs) You know, that's kind of... Everybody getting their little test runs. Look. (laughs) Test run, that means the real thing's coming. Mm -hmm. You feel that or no? I feel like the real thing be here most of the time. (laughs) We be living through the real thing. Yeah, we be living through the real thing all the time. It be going going down. But like I said, it'd be a thousand beautiful days. Somebody will have a party. It'll be the best party of your life. <laughs> Somebody will like get in costumes or make beautiful plates and dishes and desserts and stuff or decorate something beautifully. And you'll just be having the time of your life. And then the next thing you know, you gotta move around. So, <laughs> so enjoy the good days. You go to sleep on the bed once, take a nap. <laughs> Try to sleep through that. Look, take a nap. That's funny. I know y'all were saying that the schools that were pushed back. They're supposed to start school the week after next, but I'm just not sure if our families are going to be ready. Because some people, like, lost it all and have kids. And that's why reparations now, right? Because (laughs) there already was, like, systemic things going on. And then people being withheld from academic advancements, medical advancements, health advancements. Let's just say you live in a neighborhood that doesn't have access to a place where you can buy fruits and vegetables and plants. Like, that's already a disadvantage. You got to have a car now. <laughs> you got to have a car now if you're trying to get some some health in your life. You know, or you can walk to the store, 15 cents, get you some chips. Easier. What you trying to do, you know? It just... Available to you. And then you're a child, so how, how far... Or you're a person with a child. <laughs> How far? How far does the, your, your your mobility go without a vehicle? With a vehicle, how far does it go? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I work really closely with marginalized students. It be so much fuck shit systemically going on. Some systemic things definitely affect some students differently. A lot of them are like super brilliant. I work with a lot of black and brown students. I think they're just inherently brilliant. Yeah. And moving through adversity simultaneously. I think in general, people are becoming more aware of the imbalances and the idea that they actually can do something about it. Going into business for yourself, taking on that Mm -hmm. role of making your own money, making your own schedule. Mm -hmm. That's something people do. Also, which I want to get more into, making your own food. Because bread doesn't mold anymore. And I remember as a kid seeing moldy bread. Like, it's not what we want, but it lets me know I'm eating real food. Yeah. And bread don't mold anymore. And that ain't right. It's not. That ain't right, friend. We want food that is alive. Because you got to change. I'm going to change. You got to change, too. Your food don't change, neither will you. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. If your food don't change, neither will you. Mm -hmm. Wow. You heard it here first. You heard it. But I know for a time, weren't you working with a, a community garden? 
Community gardening like helped me find one of my like true passions, true purposes. It because it allows me to reconnect the people with the land, the people with the medicine. When we give people back the power, the freedom, the control of their land, right? Then we allow for the things of that land to grow for the betterment of the of the earth mm-hmm. and the people. So, perfect example, if you live in New Orleans and you got a sidewalk, nine times out of ten, some Biden's Pelosa gonna grow on that thing. Or some uh, Mimosa Boudica might grow on that thing. You know, just a general herb, free. And it benefit all of the ailments that might affect you in that area. The medicine for that area, for living in that area, is growing for free in that area. No, huh? <laughs> That's the truth. That's the whole truth. If you ride a a lawnmower across 18 acres every two weeks or three weeks a month, all of the medicine gone. Mm. You know, we got these manicured this, that, and third. We ain't got no fruit. We got these decorative-ass trees. Don't get me wrong, I love a magnolia. Magnolia got buku benefits. However, let's put some fruit. <laughs> I'm hungry. You know, like let's let's feed, let's care for, let's pollinate, let's you know get it popping. Like let's get the bees on. Like why are we not? Yeah. So long story short, the land is fertile. <laughs> the people are there and in need of reconnecting with the land. As we reconnect with the land, peace will be restored. Health will be restored. Love will be restored. It's all these things. Get back in balance. Okay. Well, damn. The temperature in the oven has definitely been kicked up a notch. I think we've all been working, trying to get steady, trying to figure things out. I just feel like the incline is increasing. But we've gone through similar situations before. And we got the tools we need to handle that shit. We just got to get in it, get through it get on. Coconut water, what you got for the people? You know, I just want to let the people know no matter what people do or say, you gotta believe that the time is not for reparations. Amen. Black people, people of the African diaspora, they deserve for things to be made right. You know, free all the political prisoners. We, we ready to defund the police and Ooh. we ready to defund the prison industrial complex. Ooh. We don't want the criminal justice system no more. Nope. Good on that. Really good on these uh, health and medical institutions. Yep. Especially with the ones that have practices that don't serve us. Yeah. We done with standardized testing. Mm-hmm. We don't need none of that no more. We going for holistic lifestyles. You know, mm-hmm. healthy, holistic lifestyles for the people. For the, all the people. We want all the people to do what they want to do. Live happy, healthy lives. We want all people to have access to health. Mm-hmm. Your happiness, you know, travel, abundance, good times. Shout out to the spirit of community. Life. Shout out to life. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the ancestors. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Orishas. Shout out to God. Yeah. Wow. We live. Until next time. See.
bitch, hit me up while I'm driving And I swear, it's a show, not a riot uh, I was tripping, you was tripping, hold the pallet Bet my bitch, hit me up while I'm driving And I swear, it's a show, not a riot And I had a nightmare last night that I wasn't counting up We had too many hoes in this bitch, I had to round them up Like I had too many hoes in my face, I had to cut them off I been focused on my one-on-one And I hope your pussy good as my bank account What you say? Bitch, can I break you off? Drunk, waving at the mall Hoes on your side of town Hey, when it ain't that far Geek on my brother back Deep in the mud with you Heard what I'm serving And spread like the word of God Fuck what a nigga do Reach for some inner peace Geek on my side of town Throw it when I'm slaying them Ghost when I'm slaying them Ghost when I'm slaying them Torch when I'm slaying them Fight.